just hit record now <laughs> with a really hard stop to the seven seconds of Susudia that introed us. But Greg, do you like cauliflower rice? Uh, no, I've never had it. Do you like rice? I've had rice. I've had <laughs> cauliflower. There's just no such thing as cauliflower rice. Cauliflower rice and the cauliflower rice patties of Southeast Asia. When did cauliflower become such a thing? I was wondering that. I don't know. Like a year ago. When I mean, cauliflower. I mean, I love cauliflower. Yeah, don't cal- get me wrong. I, yeah. it's, I just got three heads today. I'm going to use it this weekend. But I, I just like Oprah has a whole line of food about cauliflower, I think. Huh. Is, it, a, is it like a superfood thing? Yeah. It's, it's got yeah. one of those hypes now where it can like help prevent you from cancer they f- they studied a small island in the mediterranean where people lived to be 120 years old and all they did was drink red wine make love bathe in the sun and eat cauliflower <laughs> sounds like the life yeah i mean they smelled like farts it yeah. was a really smelly Ooh. island but yeah. they were very happy long-lived people yeah that uh, would be uh that would be a smelly island yeah. just always having a bonfire with cabbage stewing i mean or not cabbage but island's flour. got island's got it going just that it's windy and around the sea otherwise it'd just be a small group of land where everybody's filth and waste compiles in close <laughs> proximity so i mean islands should just be smelly places yeah if it wasn't for the sea breeze yeah yeah it would just kind of come and go with the tides yeah God. there's yesterday's dinner coming in Ugh. uh there's yesterday's dinner. Out what was yesterday's sand. dinner? What did you make? Why did you bring up cauliflower rice? Nick? Okay, so, <laughs> so like uh, keto diets, paleo diets, whole thirty diets, diets, diets. Guys, let's break the word down. First word is die. Does that sound healthy to you? I don't think so. Second part of the word, t- which is just like a. Just like a noise someone it's would make tisk. judgingly. Yeah, it's tisk. a tisk. The word is die and then tisk. Plural. So using the Eddie Griffith system of comedy by breaking words down, you know a diet isn't a good thing. That's the thing Eddie Griffith does. Um, Andy Griffith? When did he do that? Andy Griffin? Sorry. Oh, Andy Griffin. Griffin. Okay. The black comedian, okay. not not a. I thought you said Andy Griffith. I was like, what? the sheriff of Mayberry. Yeah, sorry, Barney Fife. I get those. Let's break down Fife. I get those guys confused. Fife, first Fi. word. Fi, which what does that word mean? Fi, uh, I. Fee fi fo fum. Yeah, <laughs> is it know. just an onomatopoeia? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but anyway, last night I had specific instructions. Dinner cannot contain gluten, dairy, grain. Maybe I yeah, feel like there grains, was I yeah. Think that's what you said yesterday. Cause my old lady needs to detox. So, so what did I do? I had a ribeye in the freezer. I thawed out, cubed it up, started like a beef stew going. Used some almond flour instead of regular flour in there, but plenty of paprika, salt, pepper, a little bit of olive oil in the pan, you know, boom, 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 get it going. And sliced up some onions really thin, some zucchini, if you will. Really thin sliced potatoes, so they all will break apart. 
Um, bunch of garlic. Sounds good. And then mushrooms. So you just hand crumbled like up some mushrooms. down and thicken the soup yeah. just a bit, give it a little texture, a little Yeah, body. I put some beef broth in there, but then also I put a whole can of like whole coconut milk too. Oh, okay. So it just had a nice creamy, bub- buttery mm-hmm. Sounds texture good. to it. It was great. Sounds was really good. good. We, put, we put some kale in at the end, so there was a little bit of like green too. It was nourishing. It was warm. It was good. And would have, you know what sounds really good that would be in that would be rice. You can finish it with the rice. Sounds really delicious. Rice, risotto, orzo. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, those things that are made from rice. Yeah. And rice and rice-like food. Yeah. It's the name of my specialty grocery store. (laughs) Uh, It sells a lot of cauliflower, mostly cauliflower, actually. It's it's all cauliflower. Don't tell. You can do it with broccoli, but it looks green, so it doesn't work as well. I mean, cauliflower rice, it's just uh, just a... Bummer. It's so mealy and just. Yeah, I don't. I mean. And also, it just tastes like cauliflower yeah, in a I, dish that you're just like, what? I like cauliflower a little caramelized and got a little bit of color on it, a little bit of ab- uh, avocado, a little bit of garlic. Don't even um, get me started on avocado rice. <laughs> What's avocado rice? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just it's actually, you know what? Well, avocado yeah, that is a thing. Yeah. I've actually done it at, at H2O. We used to. Take a little sushi rice and mix in a little avocado, and then we'd serve a little piece of like warm salmon on it. It was yeah. good. It was really good. Yeah. Avocado rice is great. What was I going to say? Avocado rice toast. That could be a thing. Avocado toast. I like uh, avocado toast. Do you I've like avocado toast? Never had. I mean, wow. I'm sure I've had a bite of Susan's maybe, but I've never. I, I don't. I don't believe I've ever ordered an avocado okay, toast. Okay, well, so that's a big distinction you just made. I don't think I'd ever order avocado toast. But you know what I like to make for myself in the morning occasionally? Oh, yeah. Avocado toast. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that makes sense because toast is a really good yeah. thing. It yeah. Can, it can satisfy on many levels, texturally, sweet. You can go really sweet. You can go peanut mm-hmm. butter and jelly on it. You can go just jelly. Lots Pear, of Pear, honey, a schmear of mascarpone cheese. Maybe some crushed pistachios. Oh, I miss bread. I don't eat a lot of bread either anymore. Too bad you can't serve any of those things tonight. Yeah. Not on the keto. The keto whole thirty. Whatever. Jesus, all these names. They got to come up with better names. It's called intermas- intermittent fasting. <laughs> it's working for some people. The starving themselves. Thing. Who'd have thought starving yourself works? It does work. Yeah. So what else we got going on this week? Nick? Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, well, we had a really great Soder Vineyards dinner. Yeah, that was fun. And um, yeah, Good crowd, awesome. Well, just awesome courses and really fabulous pairings, Greg. Yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't real happy with it, but um, it seemed like everybody else was, and I'm pretty hard on myself, so that's yeah. pretty typical. Well let, me, well, let me just say that uh, I just I think a real big exceptional takeaway, and it was a really fun pairing, was a vintage, sparkling, brute Pinot Noir Rosé from Soder Vineyards in Willamette Valley, Oregon, paired with Greg made a Bing Cherry Milk Ice. Ice milk. God ice milk. It, I always do that. Sorry. Ice milk. Float. You're thinking of an egg cream. I'm thinking, my mind's always on the egg creams. You can hear it in my voice. It's very nasally. I have way too much egg cream. <laughs> too much egg cream in your throat. Uh, but, 
But uh, but yeah, it was great. It was a really sharp, scintillating flavor combo between the two. The rosé had all these great, like, spicy, succinct, candied ginger notes and sharp, tart cranberry. And it was a really beautiful, fine mousse, fine bubble. Oh, it was fabulous. And then a little carbonation in this cherry cream soda that we poured on top of the Bing Cherry ice milk. It was great. It was uh, it was a delicate dance of flavors across the palate of your ballroom. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but but yeah, what do we what do we got going on? Well, we're just getting booked to the gills. Yeah, we are with your holiday parties. It's not going to be much public stuff coming. We're not, not gonna really to talk about on these podcasts. Not like we're, we have anything to talk well, about. Well, I now, mean, shit, we're going to be really. Winter months are here. Winter months are here. So, I mean, we're going down to like one email a week, really, because there's very little that we can promote and get you guys in here for just because we're we're packed. And that Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're booked for for private dinners. It just means we've got enough that we don't need to feel like we're we're probably going to fill those spaces in with more private. That's true. That's an important distinction. Don't don't go not calling us now. You hear? Oh, that's good, Tinker. Tinker Coffee. That's good, Tinker. Sold here daily, 6.30 to 3, Monday through Saturday, Wild Card Sunday. Wild Card Sundays. Um, so let's talk about that real quick. So Wild Card Sunday just means that if I'm here, we'll be open. So And oftentimes I come up, I come up here during the day. So if I'm here, I brew a little coffee. So mm-hmm. a little PSA there for everybody. Come yeah, on just, in, grab some cold brew on a Sunday. Just walk on by. We're right off the Monon. Yeah. Get off your tandem bicycle. You can lean it up against the front. It's okay. Nobody's going to take it. And then just pop in. That's how good the neighborhood is here. It's a great neighborhood. It's a beautiful neighborhood. Um, Speaking of beautiful neighborhood, have you seen that? Have you seen the trailer for the Mr. Rogers movie? I have. With, uh, Tom, Hanks. Tom Hanks. What do you think about that so far? I mean, I want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't think he looks anything like him. No, he's Tom Hanks. But yeah. it, I think it's maybe a smart, you know, just like if he tried to do two. I mean, that was such a character to try to imitate that might have looked. I mean, almost as if it were making fun of it. Somehow. Truly, truly, who else do you think they could cast as Mr. Rogers? Who else is so accessible to every demographic yeah, like true. Mr. Rogers, Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, that's true. That's like, I mean, Sean Penn is Mr. Rogers. <laughs> like, no way. Yeah. That wouldn't stand. Spicoli is Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perhaps, perhaps Daniel Day-Lewis could have pulled it off if he didn't like retire from Hollywood yeah. or whatever. How about that though for a, a Saturday Night Live skit? Uh, uh, Spicoli as Mr. Rogers, like in the <laughs> in the setting of Mr. Rogers, but as Spicoli. Yeah, right. they did a what? What was Eddie Murphy's take on it? Right, uh, he yeah, did uh, Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Yeah. It I would never really be, thought that was that funny. Well, I mean, that's I mean, just SNL during that whole time period. Really wasn't that funny. Well, I mean, Eddie Murphy was, but I just thought that was not much of his. How long was he on SNL for? I think it was only like a year, year and a half. Yeah, I I mean, mean, he he blew up so fast. He didn't need to do that. Yeah, he was Um, young too. I think wasn't he like eighteen or nineteen when he was on on SNL? I I mean, maybe. 
I I'm be, not that sure. That could be full of shit there. That was a really weird time. I liked, I really liked um, Martin Short and like, I think Christopher Guest was on SNL, you know, the guys yeah. that went on to do, do Spinal Tap. They yeah. had a lot of great people, but it was just kind of like utilized maybe yeah. not as effectively. And guys like Christopher Guest were probably better at, at writing, you know, yeah. versus the little, even though. Well, they also just, I think I they did better doing like pre-recorded like skits to not like live sketches, uh-huh. but like something that they could actually make like a a, a, a piece and a performance it, with, be yeah, super creative and develop it and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I meant. I mean, those movies are pretty, yeah, pretty well thought out. When well you thought out, but yet you, you they interview and they just they just riff improv with one another the whole time. Yeah. You know, uh, it's beautiful. Um, and you know what? That's what we're doing here at Studio C. Just riffing. Yeah. Playing, always changing, always evolving to make a specific, unique, never going to have again type of dish or entire dinner meal just for you. Oh, hey, uh, something people were asking us a lot about was like the quality of the chickpeas we used this week. And you were and you were you've been really into Rancho Gordo. And because I've working here that's how i've learned about it yeah is rancho gordo what like what is that company is it it's, just a distribution it's out in napa okay and i i believe they started um mostly growing their own things i don't know the whole story you know okay too, but just based on just sort of flowing around the the website and they actually have an app that you know i just ordered right off my phone uh there's an app for rancho gordo so you can look it up um but uh i th- you know just based on kind of the fact that now they're they talk and and make a point of saying you know we're bringing these beans in from you know some specific location in mexico or whatever um so i think they're now procuring a little bit too and bringing them and curating a bean collection but it's mostly beans and they have other really cool stuff dried chilies which they dry themselves and i mean they're the dried chilies are just like the beans they're uh, just you, you take them out of the bag and they feel like wet raisins. You know, they're dry, but they're not crumbly. So you can actually open them up and get the seeds out without tearing the hell out of them. And, uh, and you know, just super, super fresh and flavorful and vibrant. Yeah. You know, yeah. just imagine, I mean, if it's a dry, something dry and it just sits there for three years in a bag, how flavorful is it going to be? But these things just pop when they kind of get out. So, yeah, uh, yeah Rancho Gordo, Gordo is... is uh, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed uh, cooking with their products. Um, and then we smoked a little salmon this morning. Yeah, I I did you know just a little uh, build a little fire and put it on a little half sheet pan and uh, put it inside of a like a six inch hotel pan with a little two inch perforated pan above it and then you cover it in foil. So it's just like a little contained smoke box, and it seems to work pretty decent. You know you can't cold smoke of a side of salmon that way i don't think i mean i'm sure you could but it would take a lot of a lot of nursing or babysitting mm-hmm. the, the box you know you would just have to be constantly opening it and putting ice in there and whatnot but yeah i think it worked out i haven't really tasted it yet it's cooling down and when you first smoke the salmon it just sort of tastes kind of harsh and and you got to let it sort of sit and marinate and sort of permeate into the meat so that you can really get a good feeling for mm-hmm. what it's going to taste like so okay um, we're going to use that, uh, are we going to mix that in like an eggplant 
Uh, yeah, I made dip? I did an eggplant dip, uh, like a almost like a baba ganoush. Fun to say. Fun word, great baba word. Baba ganoush, but uh, I th- and then I think <laughs> I'm just going to top it with some uh, roasted red peppers. I've got these really beautiful, just super sweet uh, red bell peppers. Um, they're, they're shaped like little torpedoes. I'm not even sure what they're called. I, it's huh. been so long since I've ordered them, um, but. Uh, some of those, and then that little bit of that smoked salmon with that baba ganoush and some fresh pita bread. So, okay, yum. Yeah, little appetizer for a, a big party we've got going tomorrow. So uh, that's something that you know some parties request is a few hors d'oeuvres, you know, before the dinner, and that's always a, a thing. You know, we can do that too. So um, it's always flexible, and just just ask, and we'll probably do it. Yeah, don't be afraid. Ask, and you shall receive. Unless we don't feel like it. Or or something awful were to happen. Otherwise, we are more than willing to overextend ourselves to you at any given time. Uh, are you are you going to go see Elton John this weekend, Greg? I, I am not. No. Um, are you? No, I wish. No. Hell, I can't even make it out to Celine Dion because I'm crazy to book your holiday parties here, folks. Yeah, that's a bummer. I'm sorry that that happened. Oh, whatever. That's um, it's not a deal. You know, Celine Dion, I think she'll come back through. Man, Maybe I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I just always wanted to see one of those, like, big diva-like shows. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be fun to see a Cher oh, yeah, concert? Like, yeah. holy crap. What would that even be yeah. like? It'd be like they are such a production. I mean, they are yeah. it's a play. They're, it's a musical. Absolutely, absolutely. They'll have at least 80 people in their band and choir behind them while yeah. on stage, you know. They'll have, what, 15, 20 wardrobe changes. To yeah. Them. It's crazy. A big production. Everybody deserves to see a big production once in their life. Um, Tuesday, next week, we'll have a uh, second wine dinner, the Chateau Moussard. And that's Tuesday the 29th at 7 p.m. And we have about four seats left. Um, But that'll be a really beautiful four-course affair. And they'll be bringing um, some Chateau Moussard uh, Arak, uh, which is like this really tasty, bright, vibrant Lebanese after-dinner brandy um, with some dessert. And I'm really excited for Greg's dessert. He's going to make a apricot panna cotta. With some sugar crisps, super uh, like spot on for like the region and cuisine. I think an apricot focused dessert. Uh, yeah, you ever have a pastry called Keefly, Greg? K E F I. Is it the K E F L I? Yeah. Keefly. Keefly. I don't think so. What right. is it? Well, it's just some Eastern European thing my grandmother used to make them all the time. But hmm. I guess it was like pre... Oh, crap. What am I... I'm forgetting the name of the other pastry I was going to use to reference it. Anyway, just a little like buttery piece of dough with jam and preserves spread on it. Oh, yeah. And, and then there's a little piece... Yeah, and there's yeah, a little yeah, piece yeah. of dough like wrapped over on top. Some of the jam and preserves are exposed. And then you can, uh, you know, put some powdered sugar on it mm-hmm. or top or whatever, but... Yeah, yeah lo- ate a lot of 
family ate a lot of apricots and desserts really? growing up. Yeah, huh. that's that's unique. I mean, I don't think a lot of people grow up eating apricots. Apricots are cool. Is that kind of is is that a little uh, blue blood of me to admit that that we grew up eating apricots? No, <laughs> no. I think it's uh, it's we ate spoon. apricots. We ate yeah. apricots. All right, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, where I mean, would you would you get them fresh, local? Like oh no no no, I'm talking about dried. dried apricots. I'm talking about okay. dried apricots, and we're making big yellow raisins. Yeah. And we're using it to make jam and jelly and preserves and like we just would put it as like, um, yeah, it's just a lot of apricot jam and hmm. jellies on cookies like and pastries. Yeah. I like apricot jam. I mean, yeah. It's, it's it's sort of that in between sweet. Yeah. Sort of almost savory in a way. Kind of. Uh, I don't know. Same reasons why I like that Japanese fruit yuzu so much Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know it's not too sharp and bright and harsh and citrus i've been saying the word bright a lot for too many things i've noticed i'm gonna cut that out i'll I'll call you on it no more bright yeah call me out when i say bright it should be very dark and gloomy for the halloween season um speaking of the holidays what do we have coming up do we have anything coming up um, we just have uh nothing really big to talk about Beep beep. Take two. Uh, Indie Dough Donut Pop Up, Saturday, November, November 2nd. second. Yeah, is that what you were alluding to? <laughs> uh, we we left off holiday things. Oh, things yeah, coming I up for the holiday. I, I feel like we had two or three things that were coming up that we could at least talk about because we don't have many private or public things, but. Well, tentatively Crab Fest. Maybe we can do a little Crab Fest. Yeah, I, I did reorder them today, and uh, I'll find out probably Monday if, if they're coming or not. So maybe Thursday we'll be able to have a little quick impromptu one and, um, you know, try to take care of some of those people that got mm-hmm. gypped. Crabbed. Off. They got ripped off. Um, think of what else. I don't know. There's not a lot of public offerings. We want to do a uh, like a Tinker Espresso thing here while Amanda's doing her donuts. Sometime they've uh-huh. reached out to us. They have like their mobile espresso bar thing. So yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, still trying to work out a date for that. Oh, the Movia tasting. Oh yeah. There we go. So I knew there was something we were yeah. selling. That's what I, I yeah. Was so to think of. no, uh, November thirteenth, Wednesday night, uh, six to eight p.m. Um, so hopefully you'll have enough time to get here through after work traffic, pop at home, maybe change your shirt, get in. Um, but we're going to be uh, pouring tastes of about five or seven different Movia wines. And Movia is a winery from Slovenia that has really kind of been a proponent of organic biodynamic which goes into the umbrella of natural wine, which has really become popular in the past uh, year or two and they make incredibly unique expressive slovenian wines and i'm not just saying like specific slovenian varietals um but a great pinot noir uh cabernet sauvignon uh sauvignon blanc uh they have some pinot grigios as well as like a very hazy unfiltered chardonnay called lunar 
Um, it'll be really great. Uh, very dry. I think. I think. Not only would you be a wine geek to get into these, but if you're any, any kind of a foodie, you would just absolutely eat these wines up, gulp these wines down, so to speak. And they're all like sixteen uh, to thirty dollars a bottle at your cost. So taste some wine, figure out who you're going to gift it for the holidays or what you're going to bring to your family dinner. But it'll be really cool. And we're not going to do any food for this, folks. This isn't a wine dinner. This is a wine tasting. We'll have some chips and something just to refresh the palate and keep you going through it. But it'll just be myself and Matt McGregor from RNDC. Poor in taste. But, yeah. That should be fun. And, you know, I'm sure there'll, there'll be occasion for us to pull out something. It's something that I thought of when you were saying this. What we do here is riff. I thought maybe we could do that some night. Um and you know sell it as a dinner but just try to do four or five courses and maybe have it uh you know start it with i choose a a food or whatever and then you pick a wine that we have to go with it and then you choose a wine and then i try to match the food you know just back and forth or something just something to sort of entertain and we can take you know, we can take ideas from the crowd or what I don't know. Yeah. But something where people feel like it's a little bit of a show. It's a little bit of a um, not a contest, but they're they're involved with it somewhat. I think mm-hmm. that might be kind of cool. Yeah. I did a I did a sort of a riffing sort of dinner at Elements one time or not at Elements, but at Recess. And uh, um, it went really well. It, People still to this day say it was one of the better meals they ever had there. And I think, it, you know, I don't know that the food was any better than normal, but I think it was just really fun, you know, and it was it was a good time. I, I, I cooked a lot of food that night, so it can get fun, you know. Cool. And uh, the best time to do that is when, it, when we have been kind of busy, you know, so that there's a lot of food in the house. When we're slow, I, I tend to let the inventories run down. So um, that might be something that, works out because we are going to be busy through the holidays but maybe we slip in uh you know if we get a cancellation or something we slip in some kind of a riff night or a part you know something yeah, like that that would so, be great yeah. um yeah definitely like uh, a ticketed event yeah i'm already trying to think of material to advertise it all i can think of are like and I'm sure we're going to be inundated, so you might want to get, because we may have to cut this thing off with these cookies. I don't know. Uh, those maple pecan cookies, I'm sure, are going to be uh, make a great Christmas gift, actually. You know, mm-hmm. a dozen of those or six of those. we got some pretty cool little retro boxes I mean, that six if, cookies fit in. If you're going to get someone a cookie gift, it can't just be a single cookie. Right. That's, that's an affront to your relationship you gotta buy half a dozen exactly so you know that's just something else that's coming up with the holidays that maybe we can look forward to is uh offering as cookie sales maybe some other food you know mm-hmm. i don't know i'll have to brainstorm this hey what, what do you feel about remember those like round tins of, like danish butter cookies that were like hard oh, as yeah. hell yeah but so friggin' good. good for some right? reason. That that aftertaste, you just wanted another Ugh. little like sugar, granulated sugar. I love them. I do too. They're so great. Oh, Greg, what was what's the name of that pretzel rod you discovered the other day? Oh, dots. Okay. Dots. Yeah. Let's from plug uh, dots. 
They were, where were they from? The Pride of De- of the Dakotas. Of the Dakotas? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I have to look it up, but they are damn good. I'll tell you, you, you eat one and it's just got. I mean, there's MSG on them, so that's why they taste good. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're delicious. Garlicky, buttery, like that fake buttered flavor. A good, strong, golden brown braid, too, that you could, like, dip into whatever oh, dip yeah. you wanted it to. It could be, like, one of those thick, meaty. Yeah. Like, it's not going to snap. It's you not could go break. through tuna salad with these things and not snap them. Oh, my God. Which might actually be pretty good. It'd be so good. I'd be, like, just a swollen, salty ball the next day after just pounding a bag of those and... Some tuna salad. Ooh, like a pimento cheese. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm hungry now. All right. Well, let's We've talked for a long time. Okay, yeah. great. All right. Bye. Later.